Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. Back with it, another review. No, not another review. Another end of year video. Um, yeah, uh, Massive Beer Reviews, end of year 2017. That's what we're doing here. Um, and this is the second of five total, five total, um, videos. Um, the first one was our Best of Hops 2017. This one is our Best of Malts 2017. Um, we're going to do, like I said, three other ones. We're going to do um, Funky, Best of Funky, and we're going to do Best of Shelfies, and then we're going to do my kind of thoughts on the year of 2017. So buckle up. Hopefully you want to watch me yammer on because it's going to get kind of long. Um, so yeah, um, this one. Uh, is our best of malts. I used to do um, like a best IPAs and best uh, stouts, and they did best barrel age. This one's gonna be a combination of the two, of the best kind of barrel age and best kind of stouts, um, just because I ended up with pretty much all barrel age stouts in my top echelon of beers when it comes to the maltier stuff. There's a bunch of honorable mentions in here, and they're in here because there's a bunch of stuff that's non-barrel age that I just wanted to kind of talk about real quick, really briefly, which means really long for me, but uh, anyway, here we go. Let's dive into it. 2017, best malts. Um, honorable mention number one was Alework Brewing's Cafe Royale Bourbon Barrel Age Coffee Stout. Ryan from Virginia sent it my way. Absolutely loved it, dug it, killed it. Coffee, bourbon, what's not the like? Um, second honorable mention, Great Rhythms Dulce Imperial Stout. Went on a trip up north. Uh, I actually went to Boston and, uh, Portland, uh, with George. Um, that's the Troll Reviews, George. Uh, ended up going to Great Rhythm, uh, based off of a tip from a Facebook viewer. And, uh, it was fantastic. And her Dulce really struck me. One of the better beast Russian Imperial, stout, Imperial Stouts I've had from a new brewery in quite a long time, so... Yeah, definitely want to include that in this list. Um, another honorable mention, uh, Puhala, uh, their Imperial Baltic Porter. And even the Cognac Barrel Age one, I did them kind of a versus style. I never had anything from Puhala before. And uh, ended up picking up at Premier Gourmet up in Buffalo, New York, and just was kind of taken by uh, the beers. They were absolutely fantastic. And uh, wish I could have put them up top. It was such a hard list to put together. Actually, the hop and the funk version uh, were pretty easily. Uh, this one was kind of a bit tougher, so so many honorable mentions. Um, uh, let's see, another one, uh, Baby Tree, uh, now defunct brewery, but it was their 2010, uh, or a Pretty Things Baby Tree, now defunct version, or now defunct brewery, now their defunct beer. It was their Pretty Things Baby Tree. Yeah, let's stumble through that. Um, 2010, I picked that up, that vintage I just thought it was fantastic. In any other world, if I did that kind of list of non-barrel-aged stuff, that sucker would have been on there because it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Vault Brewing. Uh, their fifth anniversary is a barrel-aged stout with coffee, vanilla, and coconut. And coffee, uh, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. One of the better uh, barrel-aged beers I've had this year, but unfortunately had so many fantastic ones that had to end up somewhere and it ended up close enough, but not in the top ten, but deserved 
an honorable mention. Um, Omnipolo's Noah Pecan. I love that beer. Thought it was fantastic. Again, one of the non-barrel-aged kind of versions. Um, it was just fantastic. Um, blew me away. But again, not enough to get in the top ten. That's how hard these are. So many good beers. And the last honorable mention, and this is the toughest one. This is the last one. I did them in kind of order. Uh, this is the last one that didn't make it. And I was kind of bummed because it was a non-barrel-aged beer and almost made it in the top ten. And all the other ones are barrel-aged beers. Who thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Uh, it was a uh, Barrel Monks Parade of Souls Belgian Stout. Um, introduced to Barrel Monks this year by Ralph, um, uh, Florida Ralph, who is infinitely generous. I ended up uh, connecting with the brewery, and they sent me off some fantastic beers, and this is one of them, uh, that Parade of Souls Belgian Stout. And it was so fantastic, from its uh, yeast presence to malt and everything. Ugh. Hard. Hard to whittle these down to a top ten, but got to do it, so... Here we go. The top 10. Number 10. 10. Is uh, Carton Brewing's, uh, it was their Sunday. It was their Cognac Barrel Age Sunday. Um, yeah. I love me some Carton, and I love their darker beers. They kind of, you know, whether it be Epitome, not Epitome, or what how Yeah, it was Epitome. It was a darker one. Um, and uh, was Alter Ego was another one. Uh, they've done some darker stuff like the Shipwreck Porter and, th and things like that. Uh, but yeah, the Sunday Cognac Barrel Age blew me away. Absolutely fantastic. Nice little fatty 12-ounce can. Um, this is a perfect balance between that kind of rich, creamy, kind of Neapolitan kind of Sunday kind of thing going on in that Cognac Barrel. I mean, sweet, but it's a big Russian Imperial Stout. With a bit of bits and pieces going on, sweet-wise, confectionery-wise, and that Konya barrel is married really well, so absolutely love that beer. Number nine. I can't believe this is number nine, because this beer blew me away this year, which was Zigmeister's Dark Sovereign. It was their double barrel-aged cherry quad, which is uh, double bar barrel-aged in bourbon and wine barrels. That beer was fantastic. I got it. From the brewery, I've been to Zigmeister uh, quite a few times this year. It was the closest brewery uh, to my future wife's place. Closest brewery I like. Let's put it that way. To my uh, future wife's uh, home. And my future home, actually. And um, and uh, I love their beers. But that one just was next level shit. That absolutely blew me away. The marriage of that kind of Belgian darkness with that kind of double barrel of the wine and the bourbon. Super awesome. You can still find it on the shelves. You can still find it at the brewery. That's the craziest part about it. So if you can get some of that, pick it up. Absolutely fantastic. Number eight. Canadian beer. It is um, Nickelbrook's Brewing's Cafe del Bistardo. It's um, their um, barrel-aged coffee imperial stout. Basically, it's the Nickelbrook's um, Kentucky Bastard with the coffee element. It was fantastic. It was sent to me by Jacob, uh, one of my Canadian viewers who is um, awesome enough to send me stuff from every now and then. It just blew me away. Love that beer to no end. Love the base. Love the whiny bastard. Look, love Kentucky bastard. Love the whole bastard series. But that one just took it next level. And just that added coffee component with our perfect barrel agent that did get with Nickelbrook. Man, just amazing, amazing stuff. Um, number seven, Foundation Brewings. It's their Mortimer Old Ale. It was a Jim, Bear, Jim Bean Barrel Aged Ale. It's another one I picked up when I went up to Portland with George. And I like Foundation, but I never really had any of their barrel aged stuff. But I picked up this and another one, and I came back, and I was like, okay, an old ale, yada, yada, yada. And I cracked it, and man, 
was I absolutely taken back by it. Uh, it was one of the best representations of, of an American brewer doing like an English old ale, like a pseudo-English barley wine that I've had in quite some time. That, that mixture of that Jim Beam barrel with that big kind of English old ale slash pseudo-barley wine blew me away. Thought it was fantastic. No way it wasn't going to be on this list. It's delicious. I want more. Please. Send me more. Somebody. Anyway, um, let's see. Number six, Alvine Brewings. It's their Cuvée du Mortange. It's their Belgian quad. Pomerol wine barrel aged. Uh, I've heard of Alvine. I never had I, I never had anything from them, I don't think, over the years. Uh, but I ended up getting a couple um, aged bottles in a local bottle shop by me. And I picked this one up. Out of, they had a, maybe five. And I just kind of looked and looked and looked. And I just settled on this one. And I ended up having all the bottles from um, from that bottle shop. And this is the one that really did for me. Uh, it had that really nice, rich, gravy vinousness um, from that wine barrel that had a little bit of tart tartness to this nice, sweet kind of... A Belgian darkness, Belgian quaddiness that just worked for me. And um, it had age on it. I think it was a 2012 version. I could be wrong on that aspect, but it just did it for me. It had that marriage, the perfect marriage between a barrel-aged beer and a nice old Belgian beer. It had a nice funkiness to it, nice tartness to it, but at the same time, a nice sweetness to it. It wasn't sour, just funky. Beautiful beer. Uh, absolutely beautiful beer that, again, want more of. Um, number five, Demented Brewings. It's their Nightmare Belgian Dark Aged in Brandy Barrels. Um, Demented Spree from Jersey. Never really had anything that kind of really flipped the script for me for these guys. I ended up getting a set of their uh, Burn Barely stuff from Keith. Thank you very much, Keith. And uh, had all of them. I was thought they were all fantastic. The Barely Series across the board to Flanders was a little bit off for me. But the other ones were great. This is the one that really did for me. And I had it three times since I reviewed it. So each time, it impressed me each and every time. So it wasn't just a fluke, in the mood kind of thing. Just that richness of that Belgian dark with that brandy barrel was perfect. Big, impactful, tasty, well-made beer that just blew me away. I, I couldn't believe how well that beer was done. For a brewery that I've had a couple things from, but never really kind of like, okay, whatever. You know, I like Demented. They're nice. They just didn't have that next level thing. And this beer kind of uh, proved that they had it. Um, number four, a beer that I reviewed only a couple weeks ago, actually about a week ago, and it's Ocelot Brewing. It's their capsized burn barrel-aged milk stout. The marriage between that roasted malt and that smoky charry barrel and that added dollop of that kind of milk stout lactose thing. And the way they did it and the balance they did it, pff, fucking fantastic. Absolutely fantastic beer. Uh, didn't have anything, had, never had anything from Ocelot. This was given to me by Tom, Brooklyn Tom, and uh, he just, you know, dropped the bomb on me. And the beer was absolutely fantastic and something that, uh, yeah, now I need to go find. All these beers I need to find again because they're so fantastic. Those barrel-aged beers, they're close to life. They're probably our life combined with barley wine. Tell you that much. Um, number three, another beer I just reviewed. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I tried the last two. Sometimes I have beers that I review, and it takes me about a month to post them. Um, these two I reviewed about a week or so ago, and I made sure I slipped them in this year because I liked them that much. And the other one was Block 15 Brewing. They're hypnotized. It was their cognac barrel aged um, English barley wine. Oh, man, this is what proves barley wine is fucking life because this beer was absolutely fantastic. The way Block 15 works with their kind of barrel-age program combined with their big, rich, dark, dark, maltier beers is 
absolutely beautiful. They know exactly what they're doing to a T. Um, and I just, I don't even know what to say. Um, it, it was heaven in a glass, something I wish I sipped on for years, not just moments. Um, a raisin eddiness to that nice, beautiful soft cognac in the barrel. Beautiful. Number two, Fremont Brewings, Star Bourbon Barrel Age, Dark Star Oatmeal. Oh, oh, oh. Nope. Rewind. Oatmeal Stout. Not Barrel Age, obviously. Um, again, sent to me by David. David is the killer. He sent me that uh, Block 15. He sent me this one. Uh, the Fremont I reviewed quite a bit ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, Fremont crushes on the Barrel Age stage. Um, they absolutely know what the hell they're doing. And uh, Dark Star was no different. Um, he sent me the Rusty Nail this year, unfortunately. Actually, I'm not going to say unfortunately. I drank that with family and friends over Christmas. I didn't review it, which is totally fine. We're on that level with me and David. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to review that one next year. Probably would have been on this list that I reviewed it this year. But we have the Dark Star going for us. That beautiful, nice mouthfeel. The beautiful, well-balanced between the barrel and the stout. Um, just absolutely delicious beer. Fremont kills it across the board, so that's, you know, no surprise there. And number one, if you know me, this is not going to come as a surprise. It is Thomas Hardy's Historical Ale. It's the barley wine aged in Hein Cognac barrels. Listen, Thomas Hardy made their glorious return last year in 2016, but they really didn't ramp up their production or make it to the United States till 2017. I was lucky enough to actually have them send me off some beer um, couple several months ago, and uh, they sent me two bottles of their Beast Barley Wine, and they sent me two bottles of their Cognac Barrel Aged, 2016, I believe it was. And it tasted like a 10-year-old Thomas Hardy, which for me is one of the world's greatest gifts to beer. Um, uh, that beer ages fantastically, and that Cognac Barrel Age basically just kind of accelerated uh, its aging. And uh, made it just just this rich rigs and nettiness with this nice, soft, kind of even subtle vanilla from that barrel. The nice burnt-off spirit of cognac, kind of reduced cognac that comes off sweet and gives you those all nice kind of rich fruity notes. Um, it, it was just absolutely beautiful beer um, that um, was just about perfect. And exactly where I want beers to land when it comes to, um, when it comes to this big huge barley one is life kind of beer so yeah <sighs> so good the whole list is amazing i mean the honorable mention list is worthy enough i almost looked at it really like i can make an honorable the honorable mention list i can make it just a base list of just base outs but i just i didn't want to make go over crazy with the videos this year i want to keep it relatively simple even though i'm making still five other videos but yeah absolutely fantastic list great beers i probably miss them if i did if you watch all my reviews and you think i missed something let me know um so yeah um amazing year in malty beers barrel aged beers the whole nine so hopefully you guys enjoyed this year of beer hopefully you guys enjoyed this year of me reviewing beers malty or otherwise because that's the whole thing i do this because you guys are a fucking killer you guys watch and you crush it just from you know a comment standpoint to getting a touch with me standpoint to everything about it um, I do this because you guys are so fucking awesome. So, there you go. Thank you so much for watching. Hopefully you guys enjoyed me doing this little countdown on my favorite malty beers this year. Hopefully you make your own little list 
whether it be in video or other form of your favorite beer this year and share them with me. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers.